Welcome to the System Hub Podcast. Hola. Konnichiwa. Guten Tag. Where we interview world-class experts. You have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. I was fanatical in my 20s. If you could find a way to produce a business that works without you, your life would change like that. Extracting, organizing, and optimizing their best systems and processes for rapid business growth. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Business Systems Summit. And in this session, we're going to be chatting with a really good friend of mine, someone that I've known for years. For those who don't know him, he's uh, Pete Williams. And Forbes magazine recently said that he's one entrepreneur today that every marketer should be modeling. He's uh, an entrepreneur, author, a marketer based in Melbourne, Australia as well, just where I am. And recently named Small Business Icon Award winner for best in class marketing strategies that he's implemented in his telco company. He's been announced as a global runner-up at the JCI Creative Entrepreneur Awards. He's a Southern Region finalist in the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year and a member of the Smart Company's Top 30 Under 30. So he's definitely got a lot of runs on the board there. Uh, more than that, though, he's a good friend of mine. We've done loads of work together. We've run different workshops. We've shared the stage at different things. And I think what I like most about Pete is uh, he's not a marketer's marketer like he's not out there teaching here's how to you know get rich overnight by marketing what he is is a real world business owner he runs a telco company and applies really smart marketing to that so a lot of what he talks about is really founded in great foundations and great fundamentals and proven to work so great pleasure i get to welcome pete williams to the business system summit thanks for having me mate really appreciate it and uh, good intro <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We've got uh, lots of stuff to cover and the process you're going to go through, which is resurrecting dead leads, which I know so many different business owners, they just have all of these past leads that they've not gone back to. So I know you've got a process for the way that you reactivate them. It'd be great if you can run us through that. And if it's all right with you, I'll just kind of chime in when I've got questions and we'll do a little bit of backwards and forwards. Sounds like a really good plan. So it's actually kind of built off one of the things you mentioned in the intro was the Small Business Icon Award that we recently won for our telco company. One of the things we've done uh, effectively well there in recent times is putting this resuscitation or resurrecting kind of marketing campaign that's designed to actually kind of bring dead leads back to life because what we realise is like every business, you have your sales funnel, you have your suspects coming to your website and your foot traffic into your store, whatever it might be. But then there's obviously a certain amount of those people who don't actually buy. And there's not a single business in the world that converts every single one of their prospects. It just doesn't exist. But what I found in our business particularly and then kind of talking to other people, lots of businesses just kind of let their leads die on the vine and they sort of have prospects come in. If they don't kind of convert in your initial sales funnel, they basically die and you leave them and you forget about them and you ignore them and you turn your focus again back to getting new leads in. I think that's a problem for a lot of businesses is that the focus is always on the new funnel, the new funnel, the new leads, you know, give me the new leads, I need the good leads. And you don't sort of, you sort of let them sort of like run through the pipe and don't think about what happens at the other end of the pipe. You're always, always too busy focusing on filling that up. And what uh, resuscitation marketing is all about is taking a moment to put a process and a system in place that will do that resuscitation for you. Uh, resuscitate some of those dead leads back into your sales funnel at a convenient way, at a convenient time, all automated really. That's kind of the whole idea about it. Yeah, love it. So is this something that you have set up and run through then through Infusionsoft? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we did it in our Infusionsoft account and have done exceptionally well with it in terms of the results we got. And that kind of was one of the prime things to the, the Small Business Icon Award we actually won was a big part of it was because of the resuscitation marketing and that automation system we have in place. It just uh, literally every day we're kind of getting emails and, and tasks back in our system automatically from leads that the sales guys kind of ignored or just closed off as dead weeks or months ago, which is uh, which is really cool. We don't have to worry about trying to fill the funnel all the time because the uh, the bucket just kind of keeps filling up automatically now. Yeah, perfect. Well, take, take us through the process. How does it work? Yeah, sure. Well, I guess there's a sort of a five-step process that kind of we've worked through and I've tested this with other businesses as well to sort of get this in place in a, an automated and a systematic way. So the first thing you need to do is really look at your sales funnel and kind of figure out, okay, what is my business and how do we sell to our prospects and at what point do they kind of disappear? And I kind of thought a good way to run this through to be actually uh, use your video production company as an example. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be kind of cool to sort of, that way I can prod you back and forth, we can talk about it a little bit and use that as a good example as you walk through these five steps. So from my understanding with your business uh, and the Melbourne Video Productions business, which is a video production company here in Melbourne where you hire out studio time but also do video production, editing, all that sort of stuff. Is that a fair description for people yeah. who don't know? Yep. Yeah, cool. So looking from the outside in, this is what I was able to assess as your sales funnel. I'm guessing most of your traffic and your suspects are being uh, funneled into your sales page on your, your, your website where there's a nice big button for a, a call to action, which is uh, was it complete a quote or use a quote yeah, calculator quote or something calculator. like that. That's the one. So that'd be a big part of your sales funnel. And just as a side note, most businesses have actually multiple sales funnels. So I'd be guessing there'd be a sales funnel where people just go to the website and call and you. Call, yep. But we'll, we'll just keep it focused on this one sales funnel for this example. So the first thing is that's the first step. People are going through that calculator to try and you know, understand and, and get an idea of what they're actually after. And the very last step before they can actually get that quote is they have to give you their information, their name, their address, their phone number, the contact information to really qualify them as an actual prospect. Is that right? Yeah, perfect. Perfect. And then that goes into a system for your sales team to actually pick up the phone and call them. Exactly right. Yeah. Cool. So we so get, very, um, very similar to our telco. A little autoresponder message basically saying, yep, we got it. And one of the team will be in contact really shortly. Is it okay if we also send you, you know, a couple of other useful bits of information that might help you make the right decision about getting video. So that kind of puts them into an autoresponder sequence that they can Beautiful. act out on. And then the salesperson, though, will follow up. And you know, we try and get under 24 hours, we'll give them a call to kind of clarify, make sure we have enough to, to then go ahead and quote. Yeah, perfect. So that, that is the next step is you speak to them, you try them a couple of times, you produce a quote, send in the quote, follow up a couple of times on the phone, but obviously, at some point, the salesperson is going to get sick of trying these people. If they've uh, requested a quote and the salesperson calls them two or three times and you can't reach them, obviously, they're effectively dead lead and you move on and sort of focus back on the actual funnel and the next person in the pipe. Yep. And I would assume it's a pretty similar situation after you send a quote as well. You send a quote, follow up a couple of times, the person doesn't respond, then effectively, they're a dead lead and you, you move on and, and forget about that person. Yeah. 
pretty much. Yeah. And that's kind of pretty typical for most businesses that have a sales team, whether you're selling video production services, telco equipment, or anything in between. That's kind of you know pretty common. Like you have your sales team reach out two or three times, then you ignore the lead and hope they might come back on their own motivation or you just move on and forget about them. And that's kind of the, the first step of this process is to really get clear on what is that actual sales funnel and then identify those death traps. And what I mean by a death trap, which is effectively the second process or the second step in this process, is to kind of where are these prospects falling out of this sales funnel? And for you, we kind of already touched on probably the two big ones being no one actually responds after they've requested a quote. So they request a quote and they just don't respond to any of the actual marketing after the fact, which is really bizarre, obviously. They're taking the time to request a quote, but it happens more than you would assume in most businesses, and I'm sure it happens to you as well. For sure. Yep. Or they've received the quote and then just disappeared on you. They just don't respond to phone calls, whatever it might be. Maybe they actually did respond to the first phone call after the quote, had a great conversation with your salesperson, but then disappeared after that. That's another yeah. type of death trap that they've gone through. And I also made a note here, another death trap for you might potentially be they're halfway through the quote process and they actually don't finish the quote process. That You could almost yeah, argue sure. that's a, a death trap as well where these leads are going to die or these prospects are going to die. So that's this second step is really get clear on what are those different death traps in your sales funnel. Because once you can identify those different death traps, you actually go on to step three of this process, which is categorizing these causes of death and working out what you can actually do with all of these. So for you, I would say that we've got, for example, the causes of death here. So it could be, okay, they're not responding to you because you're too expensive. Yeah. Maybe they just go missing in action. They just cannot get hold of them and you don't know why they've died. They've just disappeared. Maybe they've never been reachable. So in that scenario we spoke about before, they've requested a quote, but you've never reached them at all. That's a different type of uh, cause of death here. Maybe you've had a, had a chat to them and the lead or the prospect has decided to, do you know what, I'm just going to do, do it myself. I'm still going to do video. I'm just going to do it myself instead. So that's a different type of death trap, different type of death that person actually is dying from. And the shop uh, around? They've lost a competitor. Exactly right. So these are the sort of things. Once you figure out where the death traps are, you can figure out what the cause of the death actually is. As we said, just to summarize again, too expensive, they're missing in action, never reachable, they're going to do it themselves, they've lost a competitor. There may be even more variations from that that are specific to your particular um, business. You know, I know you do a lot of the video production stuff as a tool for SEO, as a, as a content marketing strategy. Maybe people, people decide, to, you know, video is not for me. They just decide that, you know, video flat out is not for me for my business. That might be another cause of death, another reason your sales team is effectively marking this lead as a dead lead and a, an irrelevant, not qualified lead. So they're kind of the different causes of deaths that you want to pick up in stage three. So You've mapped your sales funnel. You've worked out roughly the death traps and where those death traps are. And then step three was to categorize those different death traps of what are the different reasons or causes of death for those prospects across all the different death traps. Does that make sense so far? Yep, makes perfect sense. Awesome. So then once you've sort of figured out what are those causes of death, we want to actually start doing some CPR on these people. We actually want to try and bring them back to life. And what I refer to as CPR here 
is the categories for prospect re-engagement. It's a bit, a bit of a play on words here, resuscitation, marketing, and CPR, having a bit of uh, fun with it. But the whole idea is to now put different categories in place and then automate a system of marketing for each different category. So let's kind of go through uh, some of these examples and mm. work out what the categories would be and then also then what are the marketing pieces you can put in place for each of these categories. So we've got dead, never reachable. We spoke of that one before where you may have received a quote inquiry but the person's just never responded to phone calls. You've got dead missing in action where you actually did connect with them. You spoke with them. You, you, you had a great conversation with them, but they now just disappeared and you were not responding. Maybe they're backflipped in terms of they decided, you know what, video is for me, but probably not right now. I'm probably three months away or six months away. So it's a timing issue. They're backflipped on their decision to buy it all. We're not going to do video. Not qualified. There's, you know, the person just threw out this quote completely irrelevantly and they weren't qualified at all. I know that maybe dead lost a competitor. That was sort of the one you suggested, yep. they're shopping around and going to a competitor. Maybe you could argue that, you know, dead abandoned car. I mean, if you're in an e-commerce business, that's a good category. But for you, you could say if they're halfway through that quote process and they disappeared, you could potentially argue this is a resuscitation opportunity. So you might have an abandoned cart sequence. So they're the type of things here that different categories were actually now want to set out a series of marketing pieces for to actually re-engage and resuscitate each of these types of dead leads because the message and the marketing you put to each of these different categories will be very, very different. And this is the thing is most businesses go, oh, a dead lead is a dead lead. But if you think about it, it's actually not. They're very, very different. You know, if someone's actually never reachable, the, the marketing material that you might put in that sequence would be very, very different from something if you actually already spoke to someone and it disappeared. And it would be very different again to someone who's turned around and said, I'm going to actually do it myself. For example, in your scenario, if your salesperson speaks to a prospect, does a quote, doesn't do a quote, but at any stage during that sales funnel, the client says, do you know what? I think video is for me, but I'm going to do it myself. I've got my little iPhone. I've got a lapel mic and I'm going to record my own videos and, and do it that way. That's fine. But if you had a marketing funnel in place to communicate to those dead doing it themselves leads, you can have a sequence of emails in there that sort of say, hey, John, uh, thanks for chatting with me uh, yesterday. I know we discussed the solution and you decided to go yourself. That's a great, fantastic idea. One thing that might be helpful for you is a course that we actually have here about video production. So if you're going to do it yourself, it's only $300 and it's not the $5,000 quote that we spoke about, but it could help you get started on your own. And then once you see the value of video and you want to increase the uh, the quality and all that sort of stuff, then come back to us. So that could be one of the automated emails in this dead doing it themselves sequence. So it's a way to still get revenue from that dead lead that would have otherwise been forgotten about or ignored. And that could be a series of emails over a three-week, three-month time period. Maybe an email at day 15 could be, here's some suggestions of how to use your iPhone better. Maybe it's an affiliate offer to a video course that you can produce but someone else yeah. produced it helps those do it themselves actually do it themselves, but you actually make some money from that actual dead lead. So that's kind of one example of how you can put in a, a CPR, a category in a, a system around the dead doing it themselves prospects. Maybe another one is missing in action. This is something that we've done quite well, which gets a very interesting response, is that if someone goes missing in action, salesperson who's been um, appointed their designated salesperson 
called them a couple of times, had a conversation, then the person's disappeared. One of the emails that we send out in our missing in action sequence is an email that literally said, did Scott offend you? Hi, John. I'm Pete. I'm one of the sales managers here at the telco. And we noticed that you had a great conversation with Scott about your phone system, but uh, you haven't heard from you since. Did he say something to offend you? Did you not hear or listen to the actual problem? Was there a disconnect? It doesn't happen very often for us to a client to just disappear. So I thought I'd reach out and just see what happened. Is there anything that we did or anything I could do to help you with the phone system you're inquiring about? And it's a very different kind of approach. It's all automated. So as soon as a salesperson marks that person as dead, missing in action, they go into this sequence and one of the messages that they get in that sequence is, did we offend you? Because who's, who's not going to respond to that kind of email going, well, no, he didn't respond. He didn't offend me. I just have been busy or whatever it might be. It's just a different way to automate and engage response with these otherwise ignored and treated as dead leads. Yeah, perfect. I love it. We do something similar. Uh, we use a CRM called Nutshell. And one mm-hmm. of the things, we have an email right when we're about to close out the lead, which basically lets them know we're about to close them out. Hey, you're in our system. We don't want to you know, keep hounding you if you're not interested. Just wanted to double check before I close you out. And just by saying that, the, the other one we sometimes do as well is where we get uh, one team member to email a client and CC in, like, let's say me, and it might be like, mm-hmm. hey, have you heard back from Jane? Um, yeah. And you have the person CC'd in, that then gets them to go, oh, well, they're kind of talking about me now. I, I feel yeah. like I need to engage in the conversation. It's kind of like a perfect pattern interrupt. Absolutely great examples. And the way I would potentially plus that is if I know you guys use Infusionsoft, is you could go and create these automations in Infusionsoft and have Nutshell through a Zapier integration automatically push that lead into that relevant sequence. So rather than the team having to manually do that and remember to do that, basically mm. as soon as the um, team mark them as closed, you actually inside Nutshell, and this is step five, how to implement it, yeah. so perfect timing, is inside Nutshell you have one, lost a competitor, doing it themselves. So you actually categorize, rather than saying you've got one and dead, you actually have one and then you're five or six different dead categories inside Nutshell. So that salespeople have to actually mark them as a cause of death. Yep. And then that triggers the unique campaign or sequence in your marketing tool, whether it's Active Campaign or Infusionsoft, wherever it is, to then automate those emails. Because you can have that first email saying, we're going to close you off. As the very first email, 24 hours after their marked as closed, you know, yep. missing in action. And then five days later, it could be, hey, we know you, we haven't heard from you in a couple of days. Were you eaten by a T-Rex? Did, yeah. the, dog, did the dog eat your proposal? Or then, and then five days later saying, hey, we haven't heard from you. We understand that. It's cool. Here's three things to consider. We can change the quote and lower it, whatever it might be. And then maybe even at day 40, in that automated sequence, you have a Hail Mary pass where you say, hi, just a quick email to um, all our current or our recent prospects. We've actually got a sale on this week where it's a 15% discount and you make that sale appear like it's just a current broadcast that's going out right now, but it's set to happen automatically at day 45. And if you know your funnel well enough, you sort of know that at what point do these people kind of disappear, have that Hail Mary pass. You've already spent time, money, energy engaging with this lead at some point. Just offer them a discount to to save them. It could simply be a, a, a saving they want. They want to feel like they've got to win. And you put that automated at, mm. at step 40 for day 45 of that particular 
CPR campaign for that particular cause of death type. That's a solid process. I really mm. like that. And uh, one that really you probably only need to go through once really because you go through the steps and then you, you get your marketing automation software to take over. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, this is where you can get really creative too. Is it like lost to competitor? This is an interesting one that I think a lot of people ignore. They, they're dealing with a prospect, they're talking to them, they're working through a, a deal and suddenly the client goes, look, I bought from a competitor. I bought from a different video production company. And you go, they're gone. They are the death of all death. Let's literally bury them as deep as we can go. We'll dig a hole and they've gone. No chance for resuscitating this one. But if you think about it from your perspective, Dave, you could turn around and say, not a problem. Day 45 in your email sequence after they've died, hey, John, just double across your business card. Wanted to see how you got on with that other company. One thing we do offer as well is just editing services. Now, I don't know who you went with and I don't know what quality they did, but if they produced something that wasn't quite right, we can often kind of fix it for you. So if you have a copy of the raw footage, our editing team for a very low cost might be able to resuscitate and save that particular video that you had shot. Or you can say, look, we also have a SEO business that if you've got the video done by another company, we can help promote it. We can turn it into content marketing. We don't have to produce the video to do X, Y, and Z. And you can make that email again happen automatically 45 days after that person has been closed and tagged as dead, lost to competitor, and you actually might find you might get some extra work out of it. I like it. It's kind of so like this is, yeah, squeezing every last drop from absolutely. The lead. And I suppose you spend all the money acquiring the lead and getting them. You might, well, might as well automate the process of follow-up. Absolutely. And this is the thing I think a lot of people just ignore. They kind of have their lead generation campaign sorted and they spend a lot of time generating that from the suspect to prospect process in terms of they've opted in for a free report or for a quote, whatever it might be, and you have everything you can until you get them hot for the offer. Mm-hmm. And that might be chat about a proposal or see a sales page or add something to a shopping cart. And then it's like, well, hang on. If they don't take this first core action we want to do, we kind of ignore them and just focus back about filling up the actual funnel again. Whereas this process is you go through these five steps once, maybe every year just to reassess it, t- check the pulse of it, update it. And you'll have these automatic little salespeople going out for you focused on the different types of death. And that's the biggest thing here is we're segmenting the dead, which a lot of people don't really do or think about. Yeah, perfect, Pete. So just if we drill in just a little bit deeper as well, like what types of actions could we put into this process for resuscitation? Yeah, well, there's a lot. Obviously, you know, kind of most of the examples we've spoken about so far around email, where you put them into a sequence and they get emails over a certain amount of time. But you know, you can do emails, you could do phone calls, for example. You can have one of the things you can do in Infusionsoft and other tools as well, which is you can trigger action sets off the back of someone unsubscribing for an email. So someone actually unsubscribes from your proposal sequence. Obviously, you, you said you have that sequence where someone actually opts in for the quote and they kind of get some automated emails prior to or during that sort of sales process from the team. Yep. If someone actually clicks unsubscribe from that email, you can be notified through a little action set in Infusionsoft to get someone to actually call that person and go, hey, you, you opted out. Why did you opt out? Do you no longer want us or whatever it might be? So you can trigger like tasks and phone calls off certain actions as well. Affiliate offers, we kind of spoke about that one as an example where if someone doesn't want to buy your core product because it's too expensive, in your death downsell sequence, you could potentially say, hey, 
you know, day 13, we understand that, you know, our product's not right for you, but we've worked really closely with company XYZ that's produced or has this product that could be a good fit for you. It might be worth checking it out. Go and check it out. So you effectively have a downsell sequence all automated off the back of this stuff as well. Hail Mary discounts is sort of a great last pitch kind of thing to throw. SMSs to clients throughout the sequence mm. as well. One of the things we have is in the email, on one of our emails, we actually ask the prospect to actually, or the dead prospect, they're not really prospect anymore, they're the dead lead, to actually, if they open it, just select one of these two, three things. Like it's, hey, we don't want to keep hassling anymore, but we haven't heard from you for a few days. Can you select one of these three things to tell us sort of what is going on? You don't have to talk to us. We won't hand you again. Just tell us one of these three things. And the links can be things like, I am interested. I've just been really, really busy. Give me a week. Or yep. I've bought from someone else. Or yep. I um, don't want to go ahead anymore. So you might have an email in your missing in action sequence that kind of asks for more clarity. And if someone ticks, for example, clicks the link in the email that says, I'm interested, I'm just busy, give me a week, that automatically triggers a task for the salesperson in their calendar to call the person in eight days' time. So you can have that automated follow-up based on easy sort of ways that clients can actually kind of interact with you or dead leads can interact with you without having to actually phone you or respond on the phone or have to feel like they have to reply to an email. So you can get really creative with this sort of stuff too based on what sort of tools and systems you're actually using as well. So I think the last thing I just want to, I suppose, dive into the final step. Is there any way that you've been able to either measure or check the success of this and which pieces are working better than others? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of things we're doing. So we use Infusionsoft, but pretty much any CRM package that's worth its, um, worth its salt is, has tagging and, and ways you can categorize clients. So obviously what happens in our system is as soon as someone's marked as with a cause of death, they're tagged and categorized as that's the, the death cause. And then what happens is if someone, if they click a link like I'm still interested, speak to me again in seven days, that obviously triggers the uh, task which I spoke about earlier for a salesperson, but it also changes back that person's category back to prospect again and yep. tags them as saying resurrected. So that way we can actually pull out a report of, you know, in the last 30 days, how many people were tagged with a death yep. category? And how many actually have been resurrected? I mean, kind of see that, okay, there was 15 people tagged as dead MIA and three were resurrected. We had 20 people just disappear, two were resurrected. We had X go to a competitor and but three people click the link to the affiliate offer. So you can actually do some creative tagging with this as well that actually allows you to sort of check those responses. And also, too, a very simple way is just email replies because a lot of the stuff we have in this process is emails. Uh, which is sort of the thing like, did we offend you? You know, all that sort of stuff. And it's just a matter of making sure there's a system in place that the sales team, when they get those responses, actually then go and tag the person or fill out an internal form or change the prospect status in your CRM package to kind of reactivate them and hopefully have some sort of tracking uh, around that as well. But um, it's, it's pretty cool some of the responses we get and uh, a very easy way to sort of measure that and see which one's working because if you find hypothetically that your MIA CPR campaign is getting a reasonable resuscitation mark but your loss to competitor isn't, then that's the, the chance to kind of trigger you and go, hang on, we should go back through this process again. Let's review these five steps that map out your sales funnel, identify the death traps, 
categorize the different causes of death, then perform CPR for each one by creating the funnels for each different one and obviously implementing that. Once you go through those five steps again, you might find you've actually improved in one or two of these different uh, CPR categories and you'll have that, that win you're looking for. Love it. Oh, I do like the way that you market. It's, um, it's really good and very unique as well. Like, I mean, this is not a process that I've, I've heard other people talk about. So if people want to keep up to date with what you're up to, I know you kind of day-to-day operations sometimes with the telco stuff, but you, you do moonlight with sharing your marketing knowledge. Where's the best people for best place for people to go? Yeah, sure. Well, it's a good, a good analogy. It's definitely moonlighting as a marketer. It's probably preneur marketing. So preneur is an entrepreneur. So P-R-E-N-E-U-R marketing.com. The site's almost going live with a brand new sort of reskin and some much more content on there. And there's actually going to be a whole bunch of stuff around uh, resuscitation marketing coming pretty soon as well. So that's probably the best place. Uh, you can download an audio version of my first book, which might be good um, listening in the meantime. But uh, that's probably the best place. Yeah, perfect. And I'll put all the links beneath here as well, just so people can jump through to the right spot. So thank you very much for your time, Pete. And uh, yeah, we'll continue with the Business Systems Summit. Thanks for the invite. I'm glad to be here. You've just been listening to the System Hub Podcast. Remember, we've documented this system for you so you can literally swipe and deploy it within your business. Head to www.systemhub.com forward slash podcast to download it now. (laughs) 